0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the evening of Friday, February 12th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. In a statement on conference tournaments, the NCAA D1 men's and women's basketball committees conclude, quote, The authority on conference championships should reflect current policy, which leads decision making at the conference and institutional level. However, if a conference elects to hold a tournament and have that champion represent the league as its automatic qualifier, the committees encourage full participation of all teams that qualify for a conference championship and are eligible for the NCAA tournament. The committees believe this expectation honors the game and the extraordinary efforts of so many student-athletes, coaches, and staff during the season and provides the fullest evaluation opportunity for NCAA tournament selection, seeding, and bracketing. The NCAA has also released its health and safety protocols for the Women's Basketball Championship in San Antonio. All Tier 1 personnel will be required to have seven consecutive daily negative tests, one of which must be a PCR test. All testing in San Antonio will be conducted by Diamond Health. And additionally, Tier 1 personnel will wear contact tracing devices at all times and be allowed up to six guests for games. The San Jose Mercury News' John Wilner works through the math on what Pac-12 members could receive annually after the next round of rights negotiations and settles at $55.9 million, which is about what the Big Ten schools receive now before their renegotiated Tier 1 deal. Wilner also answers a question on the possibility of Kentucky AD Mitch Barnhart being involved in the league's commissioner search, writing, quote, At some point in March, a candidate model will take shape, and the search firm Turnkey ZRG will begin contacting potential candidates. Tennessee AD Danny White officially announces Tulane Deputy AD and Chief Diversity Officer Monica LeBron as Deputy AD for Championship Resources. He also announced UCF Executive Associate AD for Compliance Cameron Walker as Deputy AD for Competitive Excellence. Austin Pease Senior Associate AD for External Affairs Marcus Hilliard will come to Tennessee as Associate AD and Chief of Staff. And UCF Director of Executive Operations Amy Sterk will head to Knoxville as Assistant AD for Executive Operations. In a couple pieces of Nike news, Sportico's Eben Novi Williams gets the goods on UCLA's new deal with Nike, which is worth an average of $7.7 million over six years, which in total breaks down as $43.45 million in product and $3 million in cash. As of particular note, quote, Under the contract, Nike has the option to extend the deal for two additional years. Those two years will be worth $15.4 million in total cash and product. According to a Nike spokesperson, Phil Knight confirmed that he did not contribute to Oregon State's Research Stadium renovation. The search for the anonymous $50 million donor continues. William & Mary Women's Basketball is the latest program to opt out for the remainder of the season. Head coach Ed Swanson said, quote, this season presented extraordinary challenges, and I couldn't be prouder of the hard work and sacrifices by these student athletes and the resiliency they displayed. While the decision to opt out was a difficult one, it is also the right one. Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger digs into the now eight-month fight to persuade Stanford to reverse its decision to eliminate 11 athletic programs last July, a move that accounts for 240 athletes and includes programs that have produced 27 Olympic medals and 20 national titles. 36 Sports Strong, a group of athletes, alumni, and parents are seeking to develop a new collegiate model that would see non-revenue sports self-funding their programs in an effort to, quote, save the broad-based educational mission of college athletics. Over the last six months, the group and team leaders have raised $40 million to fund the 11 discontinued programs, with three teams raising enough to self-endow their operating budgets. With conversations with athletic and academic leaders stalling, 36 Sports Strong will turn to the university's board of trustees, while a group of wrestling parents plan to file a class action lawsuit against AD Bernard Muir over, quote, deceitful and fraudulent claims, expressing support for the program to recruits. Vanderbilt Men's Basketball Head Coach Jerry Stackhouse opens up about the trials and triumphs of his two years in Nashville in a wide-ranging interview with The Athletic's Joe Rexroad, with stories about how he mics up and records himself during each practice, his upbringing in Kinston, as the youngest of 11 children, and his occasional Twitter altercations that includes blocking media members, Stackhouse, why he decided to join the ranks of college basketball coaches after his 18-season NBA career, said, "Quote, come on, this job is the shit." Michigan men's basketball head coach Jawan Howard is not in favor of asking his team to play 11 games in 22 days in an effort to get the program to 20 Big Ten games. Howard said, quote, that would be very challenging, challenging on a lot of levels. From a health standpoint, I'm not sure if it would be smart at the end of the day we're not machines. That's not the type of pressure that I want to put on my student athletes. And in COVID-19 news, stadium's Jeff Goodman anonymously polls 37 likely at-large men's basketball teams regarding COVID-19, finding that 53% of the players have tested positive. And Bellarmine men's lacrosse is hitting pause on all program activities for two weeks. That's your D1, T, and 5 for the evening of Friday, February 12th. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here on Monday morning.